Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Cam Stewart, your fantasy radio sports update. Jazz stars back in Russell Westbrook after another run-in with a fan last night, and Westbrook confronted a heckler sitting baseline, threatening the fan, and uh, the fan, had, he had some things to say last night. The fan saying, get to your knees like you used to, and that's what set uh, Westbrook off, and the Utah fan is now banned for life. Westbrook will not get any suspensions, just a $25,000 fine for directing profanity and threatening language to the fan. Toronto Raptors center Serge Ibaka suspended three games, and Cleveland forward Marquise Chris suspended for one as the pair threw down with fisticuffs last night in the Cavs 126-10 win over the Raptors. Uh, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, if these stars want to play in the Big Apple, Charles Barkley, an analyst saying he's urging them to reconsider playing in another city. Barkley, the TNT analyst, says they aren't tough enough to play in New York. These guys have had problems with the media. Barkley says it'll be much worse in New York City. Let's get to the conference tournament NCAA hoop action. Earlier today, Miami beating Wake Forest 79-71. Notre Dame taking out Georgia Tech 78-71. On the final there. The Irish cover. The game goes over. Uh, Juventus leading Atletico Madrid 3 to nothing in this game in Manchester City all over FC Schalke. 7-0. Man, I wish we had the over in these games. 10 goals combined so far in the Champions League. NCAA Conference games tonight. Northeast title at 7. Fairleigh Dickinson St. Francis. St. Francis laying 4.5. 145.5. a Conference title game. It's Northeastern taking on Hofstra. Northeastern minus 2. 145.5. Summit League. Nebraska Omaha Minus three and a half versus North Dakota State. 144 and a half is your over under Horizon League. This should be a real good one. The two best teams, Wright State and Northern Kentucky, battling. It's a pick 'em, 133. And the West Coast final, Gonzaga minus 14 and a half against St. Mary's. 140 is your total. Teddy Bridgewater expected to stay in New Orleans despite getting better offers from the Miami Dolphins. Bridgewater apparently likes his prospects of taking over from Drew Brees one day. Says he likes the Saints locker room and culture there too. With Bridgewater off the market, the Dolphins expect expected to turn their attention to former Buffalo Bill and Cleveland Brown quarterback Tyrod Taylor and another quarterback in the upcoming NFL draft. A shakeup in the running back market too. Former Vikings running back Latavius Murray intends to sign a four-year deal with the Saints. That now means Mark Ingram not expected to return to New Orleans. The Bills signing two receivers today, Inkin Cole Beasley and John Brown. Beasley, a slot specialist, signing a four-year $29 million deal. And Brown, he's a deep threat. He'll make $27 million over the next three years. Beasley not 672 yards receiving with three touchdowns and Brown 715 and five. Jordan Hicks intends on signing a four-year deal with the Arizona Cardinals. Anthony Barr said he was going to the Jets but now decides to stay in Minnesota. The 26-year-old taking less money to stay with the Vikes. It's a multi-year deal worth 13.5 mil. Barr has made four Pro Bowls in four straight seasons there. The New York Jets beefing up their defense with a big-time signing. Free agent linebacker C.J. Mosley of the Ravens intends on signing a five-year $85 million contract with the New York Football Jets. The deal carries an annual salary of $17 million with $51 million guaranteed. That'll make him the NFL's highest paid linebacker. The Giants intend on signing veteran safety Antoine Bethea on a two-year deal after they lost Landon Collins to Washington. Brown's adding Sheldon Richardson on a three-year deal. He's going to earn $39 million, and uh, yeah, that looks pretty good for them. The Packers busy today. They picked up three prominent defensive players, rush defenders Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, and safety Adrian 
Adrian Amos. The Panthers expected to sign Matt Paradis to a three-year, $27 million deal. And uh, in baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays have maintained uh, constant contact with reliever Craig Kimbrell. Nothing done, though. The Rays projected to enter the 2019 season with lefty Jose Alvarado as their closer. During his nine seasons in the MLB, Kimbrell has been rock solid. 333 saves, a stellar 1.91 ERA, 866 strikeouts there, too, and 532 and a two-thirds innings. Seven games in the NBA tonight. Knicks and Pacers, Indiana 12.5, Cleveland at Philly, Sixers 14, Milwaukee laying 9.5 at New Orleans, 236.5. The Lakers, minus 1.5 at Chicago, over under 226. San Antonio, minus 5 at Dallas, 217.5. Minnesota and Denver, Nuggets 10, 227.5. And, and Portland laying 2 to the clip joint, 233. Tim Debo, his shot at making the majors came up short, but the former Heisman Trophy winner just keeps on getting better. It's expected that Tebow is now going to start in AAA Syracuse. Not bad. That's his fourth promotion since joining the Mets organization in 2017. Eight games in the NHL lights tonight. Boston and Columbus pick them six. Dallas minus 145 at Buffalo. And that one is total five and a half. And Washington at Pittsburgh. Penn's minus 136 and a half. Detroit taking on Montreal. Habs minus 305 and a half. Arizona at St. Louis. Blues 225 and a half. San Jose at Winnipeg. Jets minus 136 and a half. New Jersey at Calgary. Flames minus 400. Yes, you heard it right here. And Nashville minus 150 against Anaheim. I am Cam Stewart. Keep it locked to the Fantasy Sports Network. Me and Gabe, it's the DFS Gambling Hour here on the network. We're going to have big man on campus join us breaking down all the conference tournaments the NBA and NHL board. So stick around, everybody. Me, Gabe, big man on campus. It's Red Heat and Rage Radio, the DFS lineup lock hour. Coming up next, take it away, Yang. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS lineup lock hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Welcome back to the show. Morenci and the boys there putting in Morenci's computer for TV there. So he'll join me in a few minutes after the break here. As I mentioned, we got tons of things going on. And guys, I'll tell you, the Champions League, I wish we had the over in these games tonight. It's going to be uh, crazy, crazy scores right now. What do we got here? Finals. So Juventus, what a comeback for Juventus. These guys were down 2 nothing on aggregate, and Juventus scored three goals. Atletico Madrid scores nothing. So Juventus, what a what a win for them. 3 to nothing. They get by 3-2 to two on aggregate. So they take down Atletico Madrid, the Italian club. Juventus moving on. And what can you say about Manchester City? A fantastic win. 7-0 over FC Schalke. So 10 goals scored in the these Champions League games today. Unbelievable stuff. As we mentioned, the conference tournament's on too. Miami, Florida getting it done against Wake Forest, 79-71. I'm not sure where you guys got that line. It was seven and a half for Miami, then eight. So either a push or a win. So the Miami Hurricanes, they move on to the second round and a nice performance by Notre Dame as well. Notre Dame getting it done, 78-71, the final over Georgia Tech. Both of those games in the uh, ACC, they go over the number. And we have conference tournament action tonight. As I mentioned, things going to get started at 7 o'clock. Gabe's team in his backyard, Fairleigh Dickinson, they're 
on the board against uh, what do we got here? The Saint the Saint Peters. No, no uh, yes. So that game is going to happen at seven o'clock. There. We also have a great one. Great one in the Horizon League. One of my favorite uh, teams, Wright State, going up against Northern Kentucky. There. That's a pick up one thirty three. Fairly tickets in Saint Francis. I apologize. Saint Francis laying four and a half in that game. One forty five. Colonial Conference action. Northwestern taking on Hofstra. This should be interesting. So these winners get to the NCAA tournament right now. Northeastern laying to 145 and a half is your total. Summit League action. Summit at League action. Nebraska, Omaha, and North Dakota State. And uh, big man, how you doing there, buddy? I was going to tell you, just going over the scores and everything, it should be a great one. The conference tournament's really excited about the Horizon League final. Very often we don't see the top two teams meeting, but Wright State and Northern Kentucky are the cream of the crop. And a pick them tonight, 133, buddy. What do you think of this one? Should be a thriller. And in the West Coast, we have Gonzaga taking on St. Mary's. St. Mary's, 14 and a half, 140 is your total. After the break, we're going to have big man on campus here. We'll talk about all the spreads in the NCAA. Gable will be back. We'll talk NBA, DFS, and betting lines, and a whole lot of action in hockey, everybody. Hockey! Eight games on the NHL board. We'll break it down. Lots of big-time favorites there, so we might have to parlay some stuff. I'm Cam Super with Gabe Berenzi. This is Red Heat and Rage Radio. Stick around, everybody. The betting and DFS hour coming up. We'll break it up. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Game time decisions, ready, great radio, fantasy sports, our radio network. I am Jim Morenzi. Throwing it down in our ever-expanding Weehawken uh, studios. As uh, we're, we're on the move right now, but there's uh, there's actually uh, progress. Uh, and uh, you'll see uh, we'll be debuting uh, this look uh, Thursday morning, actually. Uh, Thursday morning. As uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be doing the shows from here, and we'll be going to the Big East uh, games uh, later in the evening. Uh, we got a bunch of college basketball, and it's been a pretty hectic day here. I've got to post my picks. I got to get the picks in. I got to send the picks to uh, the inputter, aka the Raging Redhead Cam Stewart. Yep. Let's bring in uh, somebody to help us break down tonight's college basketball board. Big man on campus. You can find him on Twitter at Jeff Nadu. What's going on, big man? Hey guys, how are you doing? Pretty good, Jeff. Good pretty stuff, good, buddy. Good stuff. A, a very busy and. Uh, Crazy day here, man. We're we're setting up shop. I got I got a bunch of lights and spotlights and all kinds of uh, stuff going on now as we speak. But uh, we got a bunch of games on the board here this evening, so um, including uh, a couple of a uh, couple of spots to the dance at stake tonight. Yeah, there's a lot of games actually. You know, it's a nice little night. You get a lot of uh, under radar. You get a couple good conference tournaments, and I know Cam's uh, right State Raiders are in uh, in play tonight as well. I'm sure he'll be. Glued to the TV, watching his boy Billy Wampler and the Raiders look to go back to the tournament. Well, I, last I week, re- I told you, we I said represent. Wright State versus Northern Kentucky, and here Kentucky. we are. It took Northern yep. Kentucky a buzzer beater to do it, but here we are right now. Yeah, no, that was a big shot for them last night. you, you got to feel bad for uh, Greg Campy, the coach at Oakland, who many people say that when I'm 50 years old, I'll look like. I, I don't know if I see it, but <laughs> maybe. 
Uh, but you feel bad for him. He doesn't get to turn it very often. They played great, big 13-0 run to get back in the game, and Drew McDonald does what he does best. But if in this game tonight, I still have to stick with Northern Kentucky. I, I don't want to hurt Cam, and I know he's a big right state guy, but I just I, I always like those kind of shots at the end of the games. I feel it almost propels the team in the next night to just finish the job. I think, I think they're the better team. I think Wright State, though, here's the thing. If you're betting this game, one big difference and one key for Wright State, they are a terrific free throw shooting team. They're one of the best in the country. They really put away Green Bay last night, uh, a game in which I had. I had Green Bay. They put Green Bay away with free throws. That could be a difference in this game. Northern Kentucky only shoots about 67%. I think Wright State's up near 75%. So you got to look at the little things. Uh, Wright State always seems to find a way, but – I think Northern Kentucky's the better team. I think they'll find a way to get the job then to go back to the stand. Well, big man, I, I was Northern talking Kentucky, to Gabe. The, Gabe, I was so far in the too. ACC tournament when we look at the games today, both uh, sailed over the number so far. Like uh, those other games, like the, 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 the players yeah, in the I comfortable, like they were hitting Georgia, their shots. Georgia Tech, Notre Dame game to go over. Yeah, no, they were in the first half, like flying over the number. And uh, good call by you, Marenzi, uh, with your Pepperdine and Gonzaga. That flew over the number at the end. Gonzaga doing their job. Big man, are you, are you noticing that too? There's a, a lot of uh, totals in these games. Uh, they look higher, though, tonight than in the ACC. CC totals. Both of them went over, but uh, is there any over-unders that you're looking at, or is it more sides tonight? Yeah, I think I think that's a great question. I think a lot of the time when you're dealing with conference tournaments, I think the big thing is generally early in the tournament you go over, and as the tournaments go on, you look to go under. But I have a total tonight, and I'm going to go to uh, Loretto, Pennsylvania. FDU against, uh, against the uh, St. Francis Red Flash. I like FDU. I took them to win this conference at 6-1, to one and they're in the big uh, final here. But both these teams, I was surprised to see the total only around 145. Both these teams really good offensively. FDU, which is, I, I believe, in Gabe's, uh, near Gabe, F at Yeah, uh, they're, uh, they're the sixth, yeah, sixth best three-point shooting team in the country. This is a terrific shooting team. Both these teams don't play a ton of defense. I think the pace would be there. A lot of the time when you have tired legs, the first thing to go is your defensive prowess. You usually uh, get lazy. You're just running around, not really doing anything. And kids love to score. There's going to be a lot of – you're just going to use kind of your, your, your endurance late in this game. You're going to be tired, but you're going to keep going. But defense is generally one thing that goes kind of out of the wayside. I think this game, both these teams get into the mid-high 70s. I think it's a good game, but I think this one could be a little bit better pace-wise than maybe the numbers leading on. I've always felt in these – I hear what you're saying. You get to the – Earlier in the game, because look, every every team it's their last game of the year, so they're going to get desperate. Sure. Yeah. So you get champ- sure. championship games, you can get a little bit uh, more defensive, uh, obviously. But yes. at the same point in time, you'll get more fouls at the end because teams aren't at the give end, up, yeah, right? True. So sure, that's that's sure. what I like about NCAA tournament games as well. You can get like eighteen points in the last minute, minute and a half <laughs> of somebody's oh, games. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned uh, Fairly Dickinson, so let's blast through the games one by one. Uh, here, uh, fairly Dickinson. They're getting four and a half points here, and generally, you know, these games, I like to make a case for the underdog. Very evenly matched teams, nineteen and thirteen versus eighteen and thirteen. You look at conference play, uh, both identical, fourteen and six uh, records. Uh, Dickinson averaged seventy-five points a game to give up seventy-one points a game. St. Francis seventy-six to seventy-five. So it's actually a little bit of an advantage here to to fairly. Uh, they played. Uh, they played twice this year. They split. Neither game was close either. Interesting. 
And uh, they both won on the road, which is interesting, big man. Normally you don't see that, but they both got smoked at home this year. That's very bizarre. Yeah, it is bizarre. I also tend to, Gabe and Cam, I like to look for teams that are kind of kind of playing at a high level right now. You look at FDU, they've won seven in a row. The last loss was to St. Francis. So you also look at, Gabe, sometimes emotional things with smaller teams. This is actually a really good gem that I want to throw out to your people. The coach at FDU's name is Greg Horenda. Greg Horenda used to be a ECU assistant. He was actually at the Final Four last year. He had some pain in his right leg, some pain in his stomach. He actually had blood clots. Uh, he ended up getting a high fever, had to go through all sort of rehab, and he was in a wheelchair for some time. He'd done this all in a matter of a year. He's back on the sidelines. Uh, he made a comment yesterday to uh, one of the papers up in that area that it would be a dream come true to go to the NCAA tournament. I think you're going to have one hell of a speech tonight from Greg Horrend, and I think they're going to find a way to win this game. I, I think they are the better team. That's one of the reasons I picked them to win this conference. I think the uh, I think this group finds a way. And as you said, they went on the road and won once. Why can't they do it again? All right, so Hartford and uh, Maryland, uh, Baltimore County, uh, mm-hmm. they're throwing it down. Uh, is this the championship game, this one, too? No, it, it's a semifinal. The other game is a semifinal. Uh, yeah. Binghamton. Yeah. That's right. That's what I was. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. They're in the same conference. Yeah, yeah. So semifinal here. What about UMBC here, the trendy team last year? Uh, they're plus one in this game. Any thoughts? I think Hartford gets the job. Then Hartford, the oldest team in the country. Every player in their starting line is a senior. I think that's the difference in this game. UMBC really only has played well this year against Vermont for some reason. I think Hartford is playing <laughs> yeah, well they right now. covered that <laughs> last week. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would take Hartford. Um, all right, Pittsburgh-Boston College, whatever. It's not a title game. Crap-ass team. So I don't know if you guys got an too opinion many, on that. A lot of Pittsburgh. injuries in that game, too. Yeah, I would lean with Boston College, but it's a train wreck. Uh, Binghamton and Vermont, you guys mentioned Vermont. The Catamounts are laying 17 points in that game in the semifinal. All right, this next one is a title game. Northeastern and Hofstra. Northeastern and Hofstra. Hofstra's getting two and a half points in this game, big man. What's your take on this one? Yeah, you talked about totals, Gabe. You you see a big move in this game, 153 to 145. Generally, most people will tell you that bet basketball on a regular basis, they'll say bet with the line movement. I don't know that I would. I think both these teams have a lot of success tonight scoring a basketball. I like to bet uh, against East the East line movement, big man. Like you, in the you, sense which, that, which and is, I'm not I'm not questioning yeah. I'm not questioning the original sharps that jumped in on this early. Yeah. But sure, the way I look sure. at it is, the odds makers aren't going to be off by five or six points. It's like, listen, yeah, yeah, you guys are on it at 150. Good for you. I'll take it at over 145 and let it land at 148. If if you gave me a bet, Gabe, of like this game will fall between 146 and 150, I would probably take that. I don't know what the odds would be, 6 to 1 or something. It has gone under five straight times that these two teams have played, though. Both times this year they went under the number. Sure. I look at schematics, though, and I look at how these teams perform. I do believe in a game like this. I think the offense is going to be at a high level. Hofstra's shown all year that they love to run pace. And I've almost – I pointed this out every time Northeastern plays. They have a – they're big on ball screens at the top of the key. They, 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 they move around a ton. There's a lot of movement. I love their offense. It's terrific to watch. I think this one goes – I like Northeastern. I, I, same, same as well. I think Northeast is going to beat them. Hofstra's been a nice run, but like you said, Hofstra, if you look, they're just getting my cap. Northeastern are messing people up. (laughs) You know what I mean? They're they're rolling. Yeah, yeah. Northeastern rolling. 
All right, well, we'll continue to break down a college basketball board on the other side. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Time decisions, Red Heat Rage Radio. <laughs> Fantasy Sports and Radio Network. All right, I'm Gabriel Morenci. Throwing it down to Rage and Redhead. That Cam Stewart, big man on campus. Jeff Nadu uh, joining us. All right, hold on. We've got uh, Skype open up. We're doing test. Uh, this is testing one, two, three. So I'm, I'm getting both of them. Bouncing back after at me here, Carl. Yeah. All right, give me give me a second here. Yeah, okay, I'll talk to Big Man. Lot, lot, I tell you, Cam. A lot of hosts wouldn't have been able to uh, <laughs> to to maneuver their way through this show. With, uh, Carl's with the boys, lights, there. tables. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Are you guys getting like the the echo? Or are you getting yeah, both or just one? Big time. Yeah, like before. Yeah, it's just a little a little bit of an echo. Yeah. Yeah, now you're on an echo too. I'm turning mine down, but uh, yeah, yeah, that, that actually sounded That's good not there. Your fault. I think we got to close the Skype, guys. There we go. Almost. Check, check, check. How's that, Gabe? Can you hear me? Yeah, no, we're still getting the. Uh, we're still getting the double check back here. Basically, what we're doing. Sorry, guys. We apologize if you're tuning in, but. As we're doing the radio show, we're calling in on Skype as well. There we go. Thanks, Carl. So, yeah, we're basically testing video and audio at the same time, and we're doing two things at once, and uh, we paid the price for it. Uh, so, yeah, we, we appreciate your patience, everybody. All right, so let, let's get back into this. So, um, Northeastern Hofstra, big man saying he likes the over in the game. I'm liking Northeastern Eastern. in that game. Northern Kentucky and Wright State's going to be a hell of a battle, man. What about the total in that one, big man, at a buck thirty-three? It feels a little low yet. These teams have played to the under. What do you make of uh, that one? I mean, is this game going to get? Is it going to be a low sixties battle type thing, or you think they can get over one thirty-three here? Yeah, I mean, if I had to play it, I, this is a game where I feel like, and, and this is where I think people kind of fell into a trap last night. You look at Northern Kentucky and Oakland's numbers. I mean, they score a lot of points, but this just became one of those possession games late where both teams, you know, kind of were just valuing possessions a whole lot more. And, you know, the problem with Wright State is they go so slow. I mean, they're really slow pace-wise. And both these teams defend and kind of make you work for a good shot. So, yeah, I'd be looking more under than over. I would think this game's probably, you know, in the mid-60s maybe. 133 seems way real low, but I think it's right around the number. I don't think there's a ton of value on this one. Yeah. Low for a reason, right? Yeah, it's low for it could be low for a reason, Moranzi. That's a thing. Like, yeah, right. They, they like to grind it out, but it's very low compared to the other totals. 
Uh, Gabe, uh, I'll give him credit. He was on that Gonzaga Pepperdine over last night, and um, these stories have been true, big man. Like views going up to his team and say, "I don't want you just winning this tournament. We're number one seed." Cam, you we just should... you just you just skipped over like four games, Cam. <laughs> what? No, I, we talked about Wright State. We talked about Hofstra Northeastern. We talked about all those games. That's a big game, the West Coast Conference game, Gabe. I just want to know uh, if yeah, Gonzaga's we're gonna going to cover fifteen and a half. Okay, sure. We're going go through over? every game. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, we're going we're going through every game. Yeah. So uh, we got Arkansas State and South Alabama. Uh, South South Alabama is minus four and a half against Arkansas State. Uh, I'm like, I don't know. That's kind of a train wreck game. I would take South Alabama if I had to. App State and Louisiana Monroe is seven and a half. We got Southern and Texas Southern. Any of these other conference tournament games catch your eye, big man? Yeah, I mean, I I, I will say a little bit. I, I do like uh, – that, that Texas Southern game is interesting. They're starting to get real healthy, guys. Uh, they're a team that's kind of a, a mainstay in the SWAC final. They, they're so good because they're one of the only teams in that conference that can actually shoot the basketball. Uh, Johnny Jones a guy that's had some experience at the next level. They're, they're all healthy again. Southern is bad. Southern stinks, frankly. I think they have six wins. Nine the and one in their last ten games, Texas Southern. Yeah, no, they're playing really well. A lot of that has to do with they got uh, this big 7-2 player back that was out injured. But, yeah, I think Texas Southern's maybe worth a little over, maybe in the first half. I think Southern is a team that, that's going to bow pretty early. Um, other than that, no. I mean, these first-round games at these conferences, like the Slack and, and MEAC, these are actually decent tournaments, but the first couple rounds aren't particularly good. What's the North Dakota State-Nebraska-Omaha game? Where are they at in their tournament? That's, uh, that's the final. The final. Oh, this Some, is the final tonight. Yep, yeah, it's in Sioux, final. All right. Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, Oklahoma, uh, Nebraska. And what about Jackson State? Isn't Alabama State and Jackson State? Is that a final too? No, that's the nope. SWAC. That's the first round. Yeah, the first round. Is it the first one? Yep. Uh, SWAC. Yeah. They got a lot of games going there. Alcorn. The SWAC State. and Sunbelt gets. Yeah, they get started tonight. The oh, was Jacksonville State that Babano kept pipping? Oh, Jacksonville State. Yeah, Jacksonville, Jacksonville State. State. Yeah, there. Yeah, there's Jackson State and Jacksonville State. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so uh, the other final is, uh, so what's the other final then? Omaha and North Dakota State. All right, Omaha and North Dakota State. And we got North Dakota State, 17 and 15, 7 and 3 in their last 10. Nebraska to Omaha laying three and a half. Remember Trev Alberts, former Nebraska yep. football player, a television yep. analyst. Mm-hmm. Long time. He was a good television analyst, actually. I think he's the off. He's the good player too. Here, I think here. He's a very Nebraska good player. Omaha. Um, Nebraska Omaha has been pretty hot, actually. They've won nine of their last ten games. They've been rolling. What do you? What, any opinion on that game, uh, Big Man? Yeah, I, I would think. To be honest, I think this is probably the best uh, as far as conference tournament game tonight. I think this is the best play. I really like Omaha. I think they're playing at a very high level right now. Most both teams lucked out. South Dakota State just bottled it in the first game. But Nebraska Omaha, what I love about them is, guys, most teams turn the ball over way too much. Not in Omaha. I think they turn the ball over eleven percent of the time, which is the best in the country. I don't think North Dakota State necessarily belongs here. They beat a bad Oral Roberts team, and then they got lucky to face Western Illinois and beat them. They really have no business being in this game. I think Omaha really takes care of business tonight. I think they win by double digits, to be honest. I, I think this is a pretty good spot. Omaha got real lucky here uh, in this game. I think they'll grind it out and win, like, 71-61 or something. I think there'll be some points in this game, too. Do you? Yeah, I, I, I think they, I think this is one that could get there, actually. 
Look, they played twice this year. About- Once it went way under. It was 58-50. Yep. Another time it was 90-77. to But you look, at the, you look at the pace and the tempo here. North Dakota State uh, in the tournament here, they put up 69-86 and 76 points. Um, uh, uh, Nebraska, Omaha have gotten into the 80s twice uh, in this tournament. I mean, their last total was 163 points. A freaking lot of points. But, um, you know, the only thing is, you brought it up, big man, these title games. I mean, things tighten up a little bit. But and, I think and, we can get here and at 145. The North Dakota State game is incredibly slow. I mean, they, they, they really I – mean, they're taking literally – 20% of the 20 seconds of the shot clock. I mean, a lot of the time they're not efficient as it is. I, I think Omaha could score a lot. I mean, you look at the two scores you mentioned. What were they? Nine by nine and by by, by 12, I think. Why is this number only three and a half? I mean, I, I, I think Omaha is the way better team, to be honest. All right, which leads us into Cam's big game that he gets yeah. to ask about. Big game, big <laughs> game. Yeah, no, I was just saying, like, so I mean, it probably won't really be that good of a game, which is interesting, Cam. Uh, I'll tell you, big man, I don't like to lay, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, you know what I mean? And Gabe and I, we were on uh, the Toreros, uh, didn't get it done. That was a real heartbreaker. But Brutal. now, now, Brutal. now can, yeah, it's been, it's heartbreaking. I should have cashed out, but uh, lesson learned, I, I got too greedy. Uh, Gonzaga laying 15, I see some 15 and a halfs out there, total 139. I know the under, the sorry, the over hit with Pepperdine and Gonzaga. But you know what? Gonzaga and Mark Few, they, they might just blow these guys out of the gym just because St. Barry's beat uh, San Diego. Do you think Gonzaga can kill these guys by 16-plus uh, in cover? I mean, it seems like even when Gonzaga doesn't play well, they still win by 20. I mean, they played a game uh, about two weeks ago against Pacific. I mean, Pacific, like, made 55% of the threes, and, Kentucky still won by 21. I mean, they're they're just an unbelievable basketball team. Uh, the, the beat last night was rough if you had San Diego. But, yeah, listen, I'm not getting in front of Gonzaga. A little news, though. If you want to do something in this game, why not just play the first half? I mean, you look at Gonzaga. On average, I think they're up 14 points a game in the first half. I mean, they're the number one team in the country in the first half. Uh, St. Mary's, I have to feel, is a bit tired. You look at last night's game for Gonzaga, only their starters, I think, I'm only one played above 24 minutes, so they definitely had a little bit of ability to rest. Killing Tilly's healthy. I think they're up double digits. Jordan Ford, if you can contain him, I know you guys watched that game last night. If you can contain Jordan Ford and stay in front of him, uh, you'll you'll beat St. Mary's. It's that simple. Uh, they're not very good outside of Jordan Ford. I wouldn't want to get in front of Gonzaga either, and I don't like letting I might lay the points uh, with these I, guys. They might just kill them. Yeah, they probably win by I think they win by or so or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, look, they beat them 94-46 earlier in the year. <laughs> oh, and they beat them 69-55. That was at St. Mary's. Remember, that was the last Saturday. That was like last week. It was that Saturday night. They just beat them by 14. They're going to get up for this. I just don't think St. Mary's are good enough to hang. I mean, I, yeah, it might be their rival, but it doesn't matter. And just, I don't think they're good enough. But, but – but, Gabe, if you look at their, their history this year in this conference, I mean, isn't it on your side to just lay the points? I mean, they win every game by 30. I mean, it's a championship game. You want to set a tone. You want to show. Because what's yeah. the conference? They're 21-11 and 11 against the spread, big man. And you're right. They've been like yeah. probably favored by 18 or more points in every damn. Like, look, let's look at their points. And the last minus 22, three, minus 18, the minus 17, minus 22 and a half, minus yeah. 15 and a half, and minus 28 and a half, minus what, they 20, minus 22. Last night. By 30-something? Uh, 
26. Yeah, but Cam, they were late 26. 24. They only won by exactly. two points. They still, <laughs> yeah, they still covered. <laughs> I like the fact that yeah, it's but under I will 20. Say, <laughs> yeah, but I think it's fair to say, though, they, they, they were up by, like, 40. They really just let their they were. guess, I feel like. And still won by 20, 26, which is amazing. Yeah, I, I think yeah, you're yeah, on the right yeah. side. If, I think if you lay 15 here, I don't think it's a bad bet. I mean, I think they win by 20. What about the total? Like, it's strange. They've gone under the number like five straight times in a row, these guys, when they play. Yeah, Gonzaga has been going to the I know, but I would just control the pace against Gonzaga. Yeah, you're right. I would I would be five, but I lean over any time Gonzaga plays. They can stop honoring like anything. Exactly. They just got to put like 90 up. All right, quick break. We'll be right back with Big Man on campus to talk a little uh, conference uh, futures. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Red Heat Rage uh, Radio, Fantasy Sports uh, Radio Network. I'm Gabriel Brenzi. Uh Cam Stewart throwing it down. Big man on campus uh, with us. Uh, big man uh, last night, our boy Milhouse uh, brought up a uh, a conference uh, future. Uh, it was minus 130 at the FanDuel Sportsbook, and that's for Nevada to win the Mountain West. And I guess, you know, it's up to minus 167 right now. It's just I'm not, I can't lay that type of price. They probably beat Utah State if they play them. It's a revenge spot after that game last week when things got real heated. But, you know, Fresno State's plus 550, guys, and they're a dangerous team. Utah State and Fresno State would play each other, so only one of them could actually get that far uh, to the championship. So we'll get your thoughts on that one. But uh, Cam and uh, and Big Man, I don't know what the deal is with Bet365. I don't know why they don't have conference futures up, or at least I'm not nope. seeing them. I've been scouring no, to see them. I- Trust me, Gabe. I've been looking for you too because uh, we're on the. We're, we're, we were with them. It's very annoying. That's why I'm with uh, another book right well, now. I'm checking bet. out the conference odds. Yeah, they'll put I want to bet, and I don't know why. It's weird. What do you think it is, uh, big man? UC Irvine. These guys are just like a million times better than anyone in that conference, and I don't think they're going to get upset. Like they don't get upset. They smash teams, and it's it's minus one ten. I think it's kind of flying under the radar because people don't really real know who Cal Irvine are. But, dude, they beat St. Mary's earlier in the year. They beat Texas A&M earlier in the year. And they're kicking the living shit out of teams in this in this Big West this year. I think Irvine cruised through this uh, conference tournament, big man. Is there a team that's going to give them a hard time? Um, You know, I think Santa Barbara's always interesting. You know, they've had kind of a weird year, but they're a pretty good basketball team. They have some good talent, and you know, you look at in the games against Irvine. I mean, they they, you know, they took one go OT, but yeah, I mean, Irvine's just kind of on another planet right now. I think Northridge is interesting. They're not a great basketball team, but they're pretty well coached, and you know, they're they're a team with a with a, a lottery pick and Diane. I, I don't know though. It, it, it's a, a tournament that 
Irvine should roll. I mean, like you said, they're they haven't lost basically. I don't think since I think they've lost once in the new year. I mean, it's pretty amazing how good they've been. I mean, they've really just been just kind of ripping teams apart. Yeah, I wouldn't be betting against any. If I had to go with a sleeper, I wouldn't go too far. I would just kind of maybe take a shot with Santa Barbara uh, in the uh, top of the bracket and just kind of hope I can get a hedge opportunity late or just you know a decent price. But you know, Hawaii's interesting too. But uh, yeah, th- this is a. Uh, an Irvine team is just rolling right now. As far as your comment on Nevada, I, I still think anything under minus 200 is, is pretty good. But the only shot that I would take here would be with San Diego State at 18-1. to 1. I, I think they're always worth a look just because I, I do think offensively they, they can kind of run with anyone. And defensively, they always seem to play well. They have a couple of guys that are seniors and have been here before. They beat uh, – Nevada last year. But you have to remember, Nevada's going to have a big revenge. They know what happened last year. I think anything under minus 200, I'd have interest in Nevada. Maybe a small shot with, with the Aztecs. I was going to ask you, big man, about the American. Uh, we saw a matchup with the two favorites there. Houston is uh, plus, I'm seeing plus 115, 120. Uh, for the Cougars, and they absolutely mauled Cincinnati in their last game. I thought it was a good spot for the Bearcats, and they just simply beat them down. We're a better team. Cincinnati's plus 260, UCF plus 490. Any other team other than the Houston Cougars who have been amazing this year, big men, in the American? Yeah, I, I think Temple is interesting. I mean, I know other people will think I'm being uh, particular because I am a Temple fan, but they're, they're actually playing really good basketball right now, and they're a, a team with I think a lot to prove. I think they have the best guard play in the conference. Shiz Alston's special. They're in the bottom of the bracket. I, I don't. I'm not a big Cincinnati guy. I think they can get through Cincinnati. It wouldn't surprise me if Temple get to the final. But I think Houston's just in another bracket. I have saying. I will say this again. UCF in the NCAA tournament will win a game or two. You can mark that down. They're really good. I saw them the other day. They, they played in a tough atmosphere on Saturday down here and. They were really good. Taco Fall just didn't have a good game. But, yeah, I think Houston's uh, world is the American world just living in it. I, I don't think anyone will beat them. Temple could give them a run. They beat them in Philly, but this game ain't in Philly. It's in Memphis. Uh, the Big East is actually an interesting one. Uh, looking at the odds, yeah. Marquette struggled uh, down the stretch. I don't. I think they're frauds, Marquette. I don't think they're as good as they're hyped up to be. Uh, so Marquette's plus 180. Uh, Villanova also struggled. Uh, over the last two weeks of the season, they're plus 200. Creighton's plus 550. Xavier's 9-1. to one. Uh, Patrick Ewing, which this is something that's pretty cool, a little piece of, uh, you know, of course, longtime Nick, legendary Nick, um, going to be coaching his first Big East uh, tournament game at Madison Square Garden on, on Thursday. I'm going to be there, actually, against Seton Hall, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Georgetown's 11-1. to one. Um, St. John's is 15-1. to one. Butler's twenty to one, Providence twenty-three to one, DePaul forty to one. I didn't bring Seton Hall up because uh, I'm looking at FanDuel Sportsbook. They don't have them, <laughs> which is ridiculous. It's like it's like the tournament. Like they don't exist in, in this. They're not they're not on the board because they're a New Jersey team. But what do you make of the Big East tournament, uh, guys? What do you think, big man? Yeah, I, look. If I had to play anything here, I would take. Uh... I would take a big shot with St. John's at 12 to one. I, they were the one team that just gave Marquette a lot of trouble this year. It's just that simple. Uh, you know, they're a team that's just kind of hit or miss. I know people will point out they're not playing well lately. They had some injuries though with Heron and it's going to be tough for St. John's just because they really don't have a, 
a large group of players. They only run about six or seven of a deep. But I think Villanova will find a way. I still think they're the best team in this conference. But it wouldn't surprise me, Gabe, if really anyone other than DePaul won. Like, I think any of these teams could no, make I a think run. The same I mean, thing. No, I'm thinking, wide like, open. Flyers on St. John's, 15-1. to 1. Like, the Georgetown. Big East is, you know, you've seen teams go on runs before. Syracuse gone on a run. UConn, like, these teams have gone on runs. Georgetown's 11-1. I can't see them winning four games. You know, St. John's playing at home. It's going to be pretty crazy. Seton why Hall, Cre- another one. Why is Creighton Seton so low? guys, they've been hot. Why is, why is Creighton that, in the three-hole at plus 450? That's a bad line, I would, big man. Plus 550. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. Cheap, cheap. Yeah, I see 450. Holy jeez. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have that. any interest in Creighton. I, I will say also, guys, um, I was at this tournament last year. Providence is always very well receptive here. They get a great fan base. And Ed Cooley just seems to find ways to win here. I would agree with Cam, though. If I have to place a, a big future, I would grab Georgetown or St. John. I think Georgetown down the road, guys, they're going to be a real good basketball team. I think Ewing's really starting to do some good things there. You got Mac McClung to come there. They're a team to, to keep an eye on down the road, but I think they could win a game. But McClung seems like that kind of kid that could carry a team to win a few games. But I still think Villanova, you know, it always seems like they find a way. Marquette is is just kind of falling a bit by the wayside. They're always really good, but they can't beat St. John's, and they're going to have to likely play St. John's uh, before they get to the final. St. John's and Georgetown's probably where I'd look value wise. What uh, do you guys think? I fired you off an email. You got a couple it, of seven o'clock. I'll get on seven it. o'clock games there. ACC, I'll get on. I'm time to input, buddy. But uh, Louisville at thirty to one in the ACC seems crazy to me. Big man, Virginia, the favorite at plus one twenty-five. Duke plus one thirty, and UNC, who Gabe likes at, uh, I think he got a fourteen to one, three to one. Who do you like in the ACC? That should be a good tourney. Yeah, listen, this might be like a little rude and all, but like I don't see how anyone beats Virginia up until the final. Like, who are, are any of these teams going to give Virginia any kind of game? I mean, NC State, Clemson, Florida State, maybe Virginia Tech, but they have their best player out. I mean, Virginia beat up all these teams badly. I just, if I'm going to have to play something, though, I'd look North Carolina. They're playing some great basketball right now. Uh, They've already beaten Duke a few times, as we know. It'd be interesting to see how different they look if Zion's in there and healthy. But, I mean, UNC's playing some great basketball. I know Gabe and I were chatting uh, privately about that a couple days ago. They're playing some great hoops right now, and, you know, I think I got to tell you guys. I think Roy Williams at the end of the season is going to retire. I, I mean that. I think the health is really starting to deteriorate a little bit. It wouldn't surprise me if they went after Chris Beard down at Texas Tech. I think that could be a real nice match made in heaven for that group. But great basketball. I think right now, I, I would look maybe maybe taking a shot with UNC. But Virginia has a real easy road in the in the top half. I, I don't know who who even comes close to beating them. Uh, the Big Ten is going to be quite the battle. Uh, Big Ten in Chicago, Michigan State are the favorites at plus 170. Michigan's plus 270. Purdue, uh, plus 350. And then the Badgers, 5-1. to one. Then the Terps are 10-1. to one. And then everyone after. Indiana have actually played themselves back uh, into bubble uh, contention. Um, you, know, I, you know, Michigan State and Michigan are, are, are the class uh, of, this, uh, of this conference. We've seen Michigan step up big in these Big Ten tournaments in the past. We talk about Jim, uh, John Beeline's success in tournament games. Um, you know, I'm a Michigan fan. I, I don't know. I don't know if this is this is going to be their week. I think Michigan, with the disappointment of past Final Fours and stuff, they're sort of thinking more about the tournament here. But Michigan can always get fired up for the Big Ten uh, dance here. 
you know, to me, Michigan, and like you said about Temple, I don't mean to be a homer, but you're getting the Wolverines at plus 270. It's not bad odds for no. all you got to do is win uh, two games, essentially. And the truth three games. And the truth of the matter three is games. Their, their bracket is crap. I mean, they have nothing down in that bracket. I mean, well, they'll, they'll play Iowa, Iowa right? And they, yeah, yeah, and they'll, they'll play Purdue Iowa. after. Yeah. Which, which I think is a pretty decent matchup. It's kind of finessey like they are. But listen, if Nick Ward comes back, which I think that's kind of what's holding me back on this, as long as Nick Ward's healthy, I think Michigan State's going to be real hard to beat. I mean, Cassius Winston's playing at a crazy level right now. I think it's going to be a battle with Michigan, and I hate to say it, I think Michigan State will beat Michigan. Uh, Michigan State looked terrific in the second half the other day. Uh, if they can get Nick Ward back, uh, watch out. We're kind of forgetting about Tom Izzo's crew, and you know, they have a little chip on their shoulder, I think, after last year. I think they will win this conference. I think 170 is pretty good, pretty good price. Yeah, I didn't forget about them. I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. I didn't forget about them. Uh, it's hard to like Tom Izzo. I'm, let's be honest. It's hard to like him. And Michigan State as a whole. Uh, Pac-12. Sure. I tell you what, this one, guys, I actually like, and I think I got a sleeper here. I think this team is better than people give them credit for. And I look forward to people underestimating them going into the tournament. I'm talking about can Arizona I, State. That's what I was can I guess? Arizona, uh, yeah, yeah, Arizona State. Sorry, I, yeah, I, sp- I spat yeah, it out. Way to, way to go, Sparky. Sun Devils. Yeah, we like them. Plus 440. Not, yeah, not bad. They're a better team than people give them credit for, this Arizona State team. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean the way Washington's playing, I mean, do you just take a shot in this conference? I mean, I'll be honest with you guys. Can't USC trust Washington is, here. But USC. This is another one, anybody. dude. Anyone can win yeah. this one. Like, I'm not yeah. going to say anyone. Oregon State. Even the Colorado, Beavers can win. Beavers can Colorado win. can win this tournament. Yeah, you know I mean, we've can. seen them step like up can. here in Vegas before. The Beavers, they're going to, you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel it. But, yeah, I think Arizona State. I think Arizona State is in play. The Ducks have underachieved Listen. all year. I'm not really buying it, but I, I you know, USB. I'm buying into Arizona USB. State, guys. I think I like the Sun Devils here. USC twenty six to one. I think they're talented. <laughs> they just sometimes. I mean, why not? I mean, they have a lot of talent in there. Big odds. They just, they just, yeah, they just make a lot of dumb. It's not the NCAA mistakes, tournament. They just got to win four games. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Pac twelve like, teams. Yeah, it's the Pac twelve too. It's not like anyone. It's playing. Yeah, you get twenty-two well. to one, like to win a mini tournament. <laughs> like, uh, all right, big man, we got to get out of here in a minute. The the other one we didn't get to uh, quickly: SEC, uh, Tennessee plus one five five, Kentucky plus one eighty, LSU lost their coach plus four eighty, Auburn six, Mississippi State fourteen, Florida twenty-two, etc. After that, anybody catch your eye in the SEC? Uh, I would keep an eye on Mississippi State. If you bet LSU, you're, you're you have you have major drug problems. You should stop taking them. No goddamn way, and sorry for my French, there's no way they're winning this tournament. I think it's UK or Mississippi State. I think both are interesting, uh, but I'm sure we'll get UK and Tennessee, and it'll be a, a fun game. But I lean UK, but um, the SEC, I think, has a lot of problems that we're not seeing. Auburn's bad. LSU's got all sorts of problems. LSU's got major issues, but Will Wade better get a good lawyer so he doesn't perjure himself on the witness stand because he's got a lot of problems coming up. Uh, seems to be the theme. Who doesn't, big man? Uh, uh, <laughs> big man on campus. You can find him on Twitter at uh, Jeff Nadu, at Jeff Nadu, or at uh, Big Man on Campus on Twitter. Thanks for the time, big man. Thanks, guys. Always fun talking to you. Take care, big man. Uh, there's big man on campus uh, with us. Uh, Cam, my picks, as you saw. Uh, Fairly Dickinson. I'm keeping yep. it in the, in the hood here. 
I like it. I like it. Yeah, and the inputter game, it's funny. Uh, I'm getting really sick of the extra, extra games, but uh, it all got done very quickly. I'm, uh, I know to scan that area at a fast pace now. All in. You're in. I think most of them were on the main the main board tonight. Uh, yeah, the only one that was in Nebraska, Omaha, and uh, yeah, you're right. And well, there was one other. Fairly Dickinson was on the, the extra, I think, too. That's it. The rest were Gonzaga and all the rest were normal. Uh, I'm just seeing right now directions, directions. All right. I wanted to see. I'm going to tell you how far I am from, uh, from Fairly, Fairly Dickinson, Dickinson? Uh, I'm not that close at all. No. Uh. Can I guess the miles? I'm not. Yeah, it's it's a hell of a lot further. Buddy was wrong when he told me it was right behind what? me. What? Forty six? Oh no! Wait! 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 Okay, no. It is. Okay. Yeah. No, it is close. I I ended up walking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh yeah, oh walk. <laughs> it's great walking. See ya. Uh, so how many? It's miles? It's eleven point five miles. Eleven. 11. Yeah, that that's close. Eleven miles. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's very close. So driving eleven right, miles, yeah, you, you get there in 20, 25, 30 minutes, no problem. Let's see St. Let's see St. Peter's University. It's going to be less. Yes, yeah, so oh St. Peter's three point nine miles. St. Peter's right down the street, buddy. Pew. I told you, I, there's billboards all <laughs> over the place. Best value in the state. Yeah, go Peacocks. <laughs> okay, so my picks are uh, Fairly Dickinson plus four and a half, Northeastern minus one forty on the money line. Uh, Nebraska Omaha minus 170 money line. Nebraska Omaha North Dakota State over 145 and a half. So Nebraska Omaha Stakes Camp. Uh, Gonzaga minus 14 and a half. And Gonzaga St. Mary's over a buck 40. So that's Fairly Dickinson minus four and a half. Northeast plus four and a half. 140. They're plus yeah, four plus and a half. Four and a half. My bad. Yeah. My bad. Fairly Dickinson uh, plus four and a half. I got bright lights in my face. Uh, bright lights. Fairly Dickinson plus four and a half. North uh, Northeastern minus one forty. Nebraska Omaha minus one seventy money line. Nebraska Omaha North Dakota State over one forty five and a half. Gonzaga to cover minus fourteen and a half. And Gonzaga St Mary's over a buck forty. What you got, Ken? I'm going to go with uh, Gonzaga to cover as well. I think they can uh, destroy these guys. I'm with you on Northeastern. We're going to take them on the money line. And Hartford, out of pick I'm going to take Hartford on the money line Ooh. with big man there. NHL action, Dallas to beat Buffalo, minus 140. Nashville to get it done, minus 165. And Gabe Columbus, plus 100. If they don't win tonight, I want you to embarrass me on air after my update. I'm going to Columbus oh, you're one doing more Columbus. time. Yep, I have God, to. Who are they playing? Boston. Oh, God. <laughs> I had...